and I'll just read something from Rumi. <clears throat> my love, you are closer to me than myself. You shine through my eyes. Your light is brighter than the moon. Step into the garden so all the flowers, even the tall poplars, can kneel before your beauty. Let your voice silence the lilies, famous for its hundred tongues. Found one I hadn't read before. It's right on the very back cover. <laughs> Alrighty. So we're going to tell you something totally new today. The true secrets of soul transcendence. Apple pie. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't chocolate cake. We changed it. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny because I know we often share in here, um, and we've talked about much about the different realms of creation, the different levels we're all very familiar with. And if there's somebody new listening to this talk, we've got lots of talk from the past to reference to, obviously. It's funny, I'm making this statement now that I'm aware that people listen to the website, new people coming in, so that's kind of present now in some of the sharings here as well. And one of the, one of the things to always pay attention to and be aware of that while that information can be beneficial and support us in helping us to gain some clarity and understanding, we also need to be careful that we don't get too caught up in information because that's what the mind does. The mind will take the information presented and try to figure it out. And then the mind in all that with the imagination, then the imagination will start to build things upon all that and then we begin to actually fool ourselves because we create our own illusion or fantasy around the information that we've been given. So be aware of that on this pathway, to be careful that we don't try to figure out the information and then begin to create our own fantasies around that. Because all we do is, in a sense, I don't want to say hurt ourselves, we don't hurt ourselves, we just create more to deal with, to work through to make it harder than this journey really is. Because in truth, this pathway is not only simple, but it's also a very gentle, easy, loving pathway. And one of the biggest keys in really walking this path to soul transcendence is patience and gentleness. They go hand in hand, really. Think about it. If we're patient, aren't we going to take off a lot of the pressures we place on ourselves and as we take the pressures off doesn't life usually become more gentle that's been my experience so a big key on this is to be patient and gentle with yourself as you're doing this as you're living this because in that patience and gentleness we begin to create a space within ourselves so that we can truly open to the experience of the truth of spirit, not our imagination, not what we think about it or feel about it, but to the truth of spirit. We have to create the space within our consciousness to allow that to open up so we can experience it. 
So being patient and gentle with yourself are keys in doing that so that you really have the greater awakening. You're not going to awaken just because you know the realms as we've described them or you think you know and understand all the teachings of LAF and what these sacred names are about and everything that's been written or said about them. That's not going to make you wake up. It can give you direction, inspiration, motivation, encouragement. But it's these other qualities that are really going to work for you so that you now can wake up and experience all the things that we've talked about. So sometimes it's better to focus on the qualities such as patience and gentleness, acceptance, openness, loving, When we begin to focus more on the quality of spirit, it often can be easier to open and to receive and to move into the actual experience. So these are important as you move forward on this path. It's funny just to call it a pathway of sound and light as an inner journey because really it's your life, this path of your life and how we do that, how we approach that, that makes all the difference. So just be aware of that. I mean, how many times have we even taken workshops or classes, not just in ILM, but other places as well, where quite often there's procedures or exercises in which we look at those limiting characteristics within ourselves, to put that mildly. And often we figure if we can look at these things and begin to work with them, such as through forgiveness or acceptance, that we can begin to get free of these limiting characteristics. But what often happens when we begin to focus on these aspects of ourselves that would limit us or hold us back from the greater knowing of our truth. Don't we often get caught up even in the judging ourselves that we even have these, thinking often that there's something wrong with us? Ever done that? And then so we work on forgiving these different parts of ourselves to hopefully get free so we can experience a greater fullness of spirit and not have to live in the negative aspects of the world. So even in approaching these things, doing the inner work, we may be approaching them with judgment or fear or condemnation. And it's just that approach that often can limit us, can hold us back from really moving into spirit. If you're hearing my words, I'm trying to give a little different bent to how we've talked about some of these things before. I'm trying to come in with the approach of patience and gentleness and loving rather than trying to do the inner work to get rid of or somehow change ourselves because we think something is wrong with ourselves. 
So if you find yourself in doing that inner kingdom work, LAF, loving acceptance, forgiveness, if you find yourself pushing, demanding, pressuring yourself to clear these things, to release these things, to heal these things inside, be aware of the pressure. Let that be your own feedback to yourself of what's taking place inside. And realize we are each the creator of our own experience. So if we're creating pressures and demands, why don't we learn from that? What is it that's creating the pressure and demands? And then as we see what that is, why not begin to try to find a different approach that does not create the pressures and demands? And that approach is patience and gentleness to allow ourselves to even experience the pressures, the demands, the hurts, the negativity of what this world has to offer. To let it be okay. Not making it wrong. Because that's often the human condition. We look at things as wrong. Original sin. Presumed guilty. And we have to somehow prove ourselves innocent. That's often the case in this world. It's just what comes with the territory. And we're all included in that. So it's work from the very beginning and that first breath in this world to begin to find our way out to the greater freedom, the greater innocence, the greater joy and truth of life itself. So pay attention and be aware of your inner experience at any given time and what you do with that. Because what you do with it will lead you into what's next, into what your next experience is going to be. It's often interesting for me, even in sharing, because in the sharing in the moment, I'll find myself at times actually experiencing inwardly. That's what I'm talking about. So even right now, I feel this pressure right here in my head. At the same time, spirit's there. And so I'm ever watching, ever observing, paying attention to my own inner experience. And simply through paying attention is where I begin to awaken and learn from my own inner experience. I'm not doing anything but observing. I'm not even trying to get rid of the pressure. I'm not trying to make anything happen. I'm not expecting myself to do anything with it. I'm simply in a state of observation. That's neutrality. The neutrality we speak of comes as we move into a state of observation. And that state of observation has with it the patience and gentleness that I was speaking of earlier. To just be present within ourselves, with ourselves, and whatever else may be with us. To be in that neutral place of observation 
allows us to be open so that we really can experience the greater unfolding of life itself. It's when we begin to create the pressures, the demands, and try to control how we want life to go, not only physically, but even our own thoughts and feelings, how we want to feel if we try to control that. That controller is what can limit us and in a sense close down a door of awareness within ourselves to the greater movement of life itself, the truth of life, what it really is, not what we think or feel or want it to be, but what it is. It's what we do here. So this journey of awakening to spirit takes time, takes patience over time to continue observing. And in that observation, we automatically will begin to learn from those experiences we have inside of ourselves without even trying, simply because we are willing and vulnerable by being open and observing what is present. We create the space to allow the spirit to present itself so that we can also see the truth through the illusion, within the illusion. That's what it takes. So whenever we speak of loving, accepting, forgiving, that's a way to move ourselves into that state of neutral observation so we let go of all those controlling, demanding, pushing factors where we're trying to create that state of spiritual experience. We cannot create spiritual experience because it already is. There's nothing to create. All we're doing is moving into, or if we want to use the word creation, creating the space within ourselves to move into that which already is of the spirit of life itself. When we're chanting those sacred names of God, that is creating that space by which we move into the loving, to awaken, to know. The nature of spirit is upliftment. So as we create the space, we are uplifted because that's the nature of spirit. The nature of the world is down and out. It pulls us down and out. I love it in this world. We even say when we're upset or depressed, we say what? I'm feeling down and out. And when we're joyful, what do we say? Well, I'm feeling so up today. It's interesting in the words we use. They reveal the truth of what is taking place. But most of those times we use those words in a sense taking it for granted, not really even paying attention to why or what's going on that all of a sudden we feel down and out 
or we feel up. So part of being patient is taking the time to pay attention to those inner states of experience. And in that, the learning and awakening takes place, not by us making it happen, but by us allowing it to happen. Is this making sense? It's always a play on words. That's why in a lot of the talks I share, I try to use the words in a playful way if it can help us to see how spirit works and how the world works so we know the difference, so we can become aware. And then we can take the action steps within ourselves to keep coming more into spirit and keep letting go of the physical experience and more into the spiritual experience. Even while we're here in the body, even when our eyes are open, even when we're outside of this classroom doing our daily lives. To always be in a state of observation as we're doing our daily lives so that we continually experience that movement of loving. I often like to say, meditation is the door opener. But once that door is open, then it's up to us to keep it open so that we keep walking through and so that God keeps coming through it to us. It's all the same. It's just open the door. It doesn't matter if we're going or spirit's coming. What matters is that the door is open. And that's part of taking personal responsibility. We hear Jim talk about taking responsibility for our thoughts, feelings, actions, and reactions. Well, this is taking personal responsibility of opening that door and continuing to open the door and to live in that loving as much as we can and realize in the simplicity that you don't make it happen. You just open or allow it to happen. One of the things I've noticed and why I'm speaking of patience today and why I even talked about the pressure I'm feeling on my head now energetically is because I know always when I have been patient enough, those pressures always drop away. Even if I don't try to love it, even if I don't try to accept it, even if I don't try to forgive it, but because I just hold in a place of neutral observation, which is loving, by the way, which is accepting, by the way, that just holding in that place, I have created the space within me now for that experience to either stay and reveal itself to me so I can learn from it, or just to go because I have no attachments or expectations or judgments or fears with it. So I've done nothing to hold on to it. So if I'm not holding on to it, well, guess what? The way karma works in this world, in polarity, magnetic charges, I like to say it's like gravity. 
it's going to fall away. It's going to be pulled somewhere else. It's not going to stick in my consciousness because I'm not feeding it in that polar charge of positive, negative. Something's wrong or something's right. I'm just observing and allowing within that observation to take place whatever is to take place. Thy will be done, Lord. What if God's will is that we experience that? Why would we want to try to get rid of it? Because we thought it was bad if it's God's will that we experience that. How do we know God's will? We don't. Until we do. But we've got to give ourselves the opportunity to know what that is. Keep coming back to two simple words. Pay attention. Pay attention. That's the only way I know to truly learn from these experiences and discover how to do these things that Jim and I talk about in here in order to get free and truly awaken and know the truth of spirit, to know the freedom, to know, to have the experience, not just wish it or dream about it, but to have it. So right along with, pay attention, be aware. Be aware. As we pay attention, we become aware of what is unfolding within our own consciousness. Have you noticed today, I haven't really said much about loving things, be loving I'm taking a different approach today. You know why? Because as we are aware, well, what or who is it that is aware? You, the soul. The soul is the loving. So if the soul is aware, the loving is already present. So why do we need to even try to love? Because sometimes in trying to love it, we're trying to now do something or make something happen or control. And then all of a sudden we slip out of the soul consciousness, that which is aware who we are. That's why it's so important to move into the place of observation where the neutrality is, because that is soul consciousness, that which is aware, that which is loving itself, that is free in all the experiences. Even when we think we're entrapped and caught up, we're actually free. We just have not woken up to it yet. So pay attention. Be aware. Observe. And in that observation, that neutrality will bring us into the awakening. Because that's who we are. We don't have to remove all these things. All we have to do is pay attention and be aware. 
and those things that we want to remove, they automatically go away, just like I was saying a few minutes ago. As soon as we're not trying to control it or holding on to it or attached to it in any way, it goes away because there's nothing holding it there anymore. But are we being patient? Are we allowing the space for long enough to move into the place of neutral observation so it can now go away because we no longer are attached to it? That's true forgiveness. Let go and let God. How do we give it up to God? Stop doing anything with it. Leave it alone. And that's loving. That's acceptance. So now that I've said all of that, I know some of us will probably go, well, I don't have to do anything then, right? Well, in a way you don't, but in a way you do. This world is both one of giving and receiving. And in order to move into the full experience, there is the giving and the receiving. And in that movement, it brings us into that state of neutrality, that state of being, where there is the oneness. So, this is like we always lead into in our meditations. What do we talk about? Sharing our loving with God and opening to receive God's loving for us. So there's a giving and receiving. There's a movement. So that is important to do, to participate, to take action. But that action is a neutral action. It is a loving action. It is an allowing action because that is the nature of spirit. There is no force or control. That is just of the ego and the mind. So it's in our participation in taking these actions that we have the experience to come to know all of these things. The weight of this world that we've created, that we've allowed, that we've placed upon ourselves, that's been placed upon us, all of it, the weight of this world is always at work to darken the consciousness, to press us down, to hold us in that state of unknowing, in bondage, in attachment. It's just the state of the world. But not to judge it. Just to allow it. Just to realize, gosh, that's just the nature of the world. I'm experiencing it. I know that one. I know the world better than I know God. So a big part of this is to not fight the world 
not struggle with the nature of man, the nature of the world, but simply to realize what it is, the different components, the different expressions, the different experiences, and to allow it to be what it is. Not to question it, but simply to observe it. Not to control it, but simply to allow it. Just allow it to be. Because what you do inside of yourself with the world is the reality you create for yourself. So if you want to change, I don't want to say the world, if you want to have a change in your life for the greater freedom and joy, simply approach yourself and the world through the eyes of spirit. Allow yourself to move into the natural order of spirit, not the nature of the world, Nature, natural, the animal instincts, that's still the physical consciousness. In this journey, it's one of lifting above those weights I spoke of earlier. Lifting above to discover the nature of spirit because the nature of spirit is different than the nature of the world. And so, as we're awakening, and moving our way through the weights of the world, it does take action. It does take effort. It does take loving. There is a doing involved. And that's also what we're doing in meditation, is we are chanting those sacred names within our consciousness. <clears throat> 